ladies, gentlemen, others, Moon Knight fans, Moon Knight, new to the, the moon scene, this is episode 91, Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast, where two Australian people sit around and discuss all the good news, all the thing of the things of Moon Knight that are happening in this week. I'm joined by the one and only, the highest priest of Khonshu, Reynaldo Gizmondo. How you doing, Ray? Hey, how you going, Connor? Welcome um, to, uh, you know, the Temple of Khonshu again. It's, it's good to be back. We've got another another varied episode for our loony listeners tonight. I feel like, I mean, we cracked out some good Isla Ra's that you can check out our mm-hmm. previous episode. Fantastic Isla Ra with... The Pell But this one, we got news, we got, uh, we got video games, we got uh, prices, we got music, we got a bunch of stuff that we've been missing <laughs> the past few weeks. They're just knocking in. Yeah, it's um, a bit of a, a smorgasbord here of stuff. Um, uh, obviously, we are going to follow the phase of the moon, so we are always bound by that, which will be the kind of the backbone for the show. But yeah, there, there's plenty of plenty of stuff, plenty of listener feedback to to get through. Um, but yeah, a bit of a bit of news, isn't there, Connor? Oh yeah, we actually got some comic news. We've got the uh, Marvel preview, uh, Marvel Presents four coming up mm. uh, oh, about yeah. a month's time. Crazy. Yeah, it's not a bad time and, to be and a movie fan. Yeah, and and some other things apparently in the works that will keep our our loony listeners quite happy. So, um, but before any of that, of course, I guess, Connish, you, we were. Uh, it's a little later in the night when we record this. Um, we just briefly spoke beforehand. You've uh, you've come back from the cinema. I have just seen the new movie Us. Those spooky horror films that I don't want to spoil too much about. But if you like to get out, if you like good spooky movies. This is a tense thrill ride with great actors. Cool. Some pretty interesting. Some pretty interesting themes. Not quite as good as uh, Get Out, but I mean, still a great film. Still is it? Good. You mentioned um, Get Out before as well. Is it the same director? Is it? Or? Yes, it's okay. uh, Jordan Peele. Second writing, producer, right. directing credit. Well, for a movie, I think. Okay. Right. And has it got anyone famous in it? Or. Oh, it's got like um, a bunch of Black Panther characters. You got uh, Lupita oh. Nyong'o. Um, uh, oh, whoever um, plays Mbaku. Oh, right. Winston Duke. Yeah. Um, yep. You got the main actor from. Well, you got Tim Heidecker. You got a main actor from uh, Handmaid's Tale, whose name I also forget because oh, I'm very yes. bad with names. Okay. That, the, the lead actress. Come on, give me a name. Elizabeth Moth. Okay. Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. Cool. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm I um not the I do I do like horror. I'm a, I'm a big Evil Dead fan. Uh and Nightmare on Elm Street. Um don't know too much about the modern stuff, but that that sounds pretty good. If it's got a bit of uh the Black Panther um alumni, why not? I guess it. I know a lot of Looney listeners are into into horror, so it'll be interesting to to uh, chat with them in the loony bin to see if they've gone out and watched us. As, as just released, I'm assuming. Yeah, this week, this Thursday. Okay, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I um, you caught me, Conrad. You, you come home. Um, you shot us a message, you know, saying, "Are we ready to go?" Oh, I've been just starting and catching up on um, Love, Death, and Robots. I think um, on on Netflix. Um, pretty good. 
My God, I must say. <laughs> Jeez Louise. I, uh, I've seen the first three. All three of them are quite different. And, Loonies, if you haven't um, caught this yet, I urge you to go check it out. I reckon the first one would have been right up Rick Ball's alley. It's a big monster mash um, kind of arena. Uh, the second one was really cool, I think, right up our alley. A lot of a lot of cats there. Hilarious. Yeah, really cool. Cool, really good. So, yeah, catching up on a bit of that. I, you know, I actually caught a bit. I rewatched Jessica Jones season two episode oh, one. Oh, interesting. As well. Yeah, because I, I was listening to um, the David Tennant um, podcast. Ah, oh, fantastic. Yeah, have you caught that or? Um, not yet, not uh, yet. But oh. I've listened to every episode, and it is wonderful. Yes, that, the latest episodes with Kristen Ritter and. It's really good. I mean, he's such a good interviewer, and it, I guess it helps that he knows them, uh, and they just kind of bounce back. And, and it's quite interesting to hear about Kristen Ritter's background and um, and her kind of, I guess, introduction into comic books and, and the Marvel Universe. Uh, but that kind of um, urged me to watch Jessica Jones again. So, yeah, caught that again just quickly. Before this episode began, but anyway, Connor. Apart from viewing, how about the old uh, comic bookuses? Have you have you read anything uh, juicy? Uh, <laughs> I um yeah, I've talked about some stuff last week, so I'm just kind of cracking. I really like the new Black Widow series. I'm not sure if it's getting Ooh. quite the love it should, but it should. I've the heard really, sisters. Yeah, I've heard really good reviews of it. Actually, hell. Yeah, Soska sisters, great horror writers, uh, oh. Flaviano, an incredible artist, just bringing full-on, action-packed, blood-filled, classic Black Widow story, and I love it. Awesome. I might have um, to check that on trade or something. Yeah, it's going to be a fantastic trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else was great? Uh, another great Chip Sadarsky week, Daredevil, and um, oh. Invaders, Double Trouble every Ooh. week. Mm-hmm. Nice one. Um... What other? Oh yeah, um, my personal stuff. I love um, Coda. is a Boom Studios fantasy series. Easily ah, yes. my favorite fantasy series on the shelves. Forgotten Queen from Valiant, mm. GoBots, and GI Joe. Sierra Muerta. If you want some classic eighty stuff done in the most interesting, unique stuff in the present. Mm-hmm. Um, Ice Cream Man Eleven is still Ooh. like a fantastic Twilight Zone esque story for the twenty first century mm-hmm. comic form. Um, New Sabrina the Teenage Witch series. Kind of a mix of oh. uh, Chilling Veg Sabrina and the classic book. That's, That's uh, uh, Kelly, Kelly Thompson. Thompson. Yeah, yeah. Right. Veronica Fish and um, New Snot Girl and These Savage Shores. Wasted space. Three incredible indie comics that might not be on your radar, but should be. All right. All I'll say for now. Big week. I'm loving comics at the moment. Looney's take your pad and pencil out. Scribble I realise I do overload a bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Scribble these down. Connor is a treasure trove of of comic goodness there uh he he goes be above and beyond the big two that's great to hear kind of geez i really gotta um uh, really gotta branch out myself but um no that that all sounds good a few familiar titles there i remember you recommending a few of them uh, but yeah but far out worth worth checking out um still going through my kind of slightly lagging uh pulls so yeah, I mean, I just caught up with with um, with Incursion, Exo Man of War number twenty four, uh, great art there by Thomas Giarello, 
what else have we got? Uh, Forgotten Queen, of course. I only just read The Invaders number two, which is really, really good. Um, obviously, yeah, Forgotten Queen. Uh, what else have I got on here? Oh, yeah, I read um, read that Captain Marvel, uh, Braver and Bolder, something like that. There was that one shot by oh. Jodie Hauser. Yeah, did you? Is that any good? Oh, it's. I mean, it's 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 hard because it's like a one shot. Um, it was it was you know it was a pleasant read. Nothing nothing too adventurous or daring. It was um, just based on two high school kids uh, waiting to interview Carol Danvers, uh, and she was kind of out in space, just kind of held up a bit with some aliens. Um, but they were just waiting for her to come back, and she comes back, and and they ask. They only get one question to ask her. So um, it was kind of a build-up to that, and uh, and anyway, it's um, no, no. I don't think there's any potential harm to spoil this because it's been a while. <laughs> um, the one question they asked it was like, you know, what would your younger self tell you yourself today? Like, what would you do different? And she basically said, "Oh, I do nothing different. You know, basically all my mistakes and everything I did makes who I am, me." And yeah, and and that was kind of it. Um, so yeah, it was it was a real quick kind of one and done thing. Art was brilliant. They always oh sorry sorry no the art was good as well. But um, oh, nice. sorry they always what they always seem to release these one shots whenever mm. a superhero gets their big movie on the screen. Yeah, and it's yeah, I mean they already had the Spider Man got one. Yeah. And they've got those um, MCU preludes that they released, oh, yeah. which I thought. But like, they already had a Captain Marvel Kelly Thompson title, which is very, very enjoyable indeed. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Jodie Hauser, her work on Faith in, in Valiant Comics. Uh, so I, I had to check this out. But yeah, I was a bit of a... Yeah, slightly, slightly disappointed with it. Um, but like I said, the art's really good. Uh, so we've got... um, What is it, the... um. Life of Captain Marvel and Trade as well, which is a pretty... That is a really strong... I think a pretty strong book for new Cap Marvel. It is, it is. Uh, And Margaret Stoll, I think she wrote it. Uh, Really good. Uh, And Marguerite Sauvage, I think she she drew it. Plus, I think a few others. Yeah, that's a really strong run. Uh, It's only five issues, but uh, definitely worth it. And and that was a really good tie-in to... Not a tie-in, but a good prep for the movies, because... um, because it kind of gave her a bit of background. Yeah, but um, apart from all them, I've still got a whole heap to, to still read. Oh, I read the, um, also speaking of Kelly Thompson, uh, the Jessica Jones digital original. Um, that's, I think, part three and four I've read. I think parts five and six have just come out to finish off the arc. That's with Purple Man. Uh, very, very strong series. One of Kelly Thompson's best at the moment. She's really Four. smashing it out of the park, I think. Yeah, I know. So many new series and just mm. each of them so different and unique. Mm. I think, yeah, I think I might agree. Yeah. And Jessica Jones being her best. That uh, It's a new crazy twist, the Purple Daughter arc. Yeah, yeah, oh. that's the one. Yeah, and actually a little shout out. Um, it might be a little delayed, but I know Capes and Lunatics, they interviewed Kelly Thompson in one of their... Oh. Recent shows, I mean, they they release a lot of shows, um, (laughs) rich and varied, but yeah, one of them was with Kelly Thompson, and she gives good insight um, as, I guess, the writing process and within the industry, it was really, really good listen, but um, yeah, but those were the, those were the ones, kind of, oh, actually, and just finally, uh, I read a small, 
Little Bob Layton, Ron Lim, Hercules, Twilight of the God miniseries. Um, couldn't help I just heard of that one. Is that a 2000s or 80s one? Yeah, I think it's 2000s. It's mm. really... Um, Oh, yeah, two thousands. It's, it's kind of really got a bit of a nineties flavour to it. It's very cosmic, uh, Hercules, uh, very much a cosmic uh, entity in it. Uh, but it was it was quite quite fun and quite quirky. And um, it actually features a one of his buddies is a, is a scroll as well. So that was um, quite good to see. Like another, um, I guess, uh, um, portrayal of a scroll. <laughs> other than you know, other than barbaric and and you know, um, evil. So that was good. Yeah. Well, um, I guess apart from all actually that, actually, haven't read enough Hercules when I think about it. I need to read a lot more. Oh yeah, Connie should start with the Abnet one. Dan Abnet. Uh, oh, the yeah, going strong. I think something like that. Um, yeah, that was that was a really good one. That was one that Rebecca and I kind of both reading at the same time. Really, really fun stuff. Uh, and then he is so different from the older. Uh, the older runs and stuff, but um, yeah, uh, Greg Pak did a good run uh, with him. Oh yeah, his was mm. almost the iconic two thousands one. Yeah, it was, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So um, yeah, definitely worth checking out. But uh, apart from that, Connor, we do have a bit of a white noise, oh, aka some good stuff this week. Yeah, a bit of news to get through. Um, look, the first one. Uh, comes from comicbook.com and this dropped I found this on Twitter I think one of the loonies dropped it so I kind of shared the love Uh, and in it well nothing's really confirmed but Jason Aaron has kind of let has teased that there is a story arc for Moon Knight during the War of the Realms which is the next big event coming up in Marvel uh, it was kind of teased in, you know, some images beforehand uh, in um, Avengers number 10. Uh, and, yeah, this has kind of got us a bit quite excited. I mean, there seems to be a fully fleshed out story for this. Whether or not this goes ahead, we don't know. But um, I know, Connor, yourself, be pretty keen to see this kind of come to fruition. Yeah, the big caveat here is that Jason Aaron doesn't know quite when he's going to shove this story arc in, but he promises it to be massive and important to Moon Knight. Yeah. is the big takeaway. I wonder if he actually will get a chance to do it. I mean, is this a thing that writers do that they, they do come up with with plots and stuff, but whether or not it gets, it gets past editorial, I don't know. Yeah, well, <laughs> you've got to wonder how how long, you know, Marvel writers stay on. You know, they love rebooting them. But at mm. the same time, Jason Aaron has been on Thor for about five, seven years. True. True, and he does have the cred with Marvel as well. You know, if anyone can, can get a story, you know, past uh, the editors, I guess it would be Jason Aaron. Oath. And it's Moon Knight leading a bunch of zombies. What more to love? If we do see that... It's going to be rocking. It's going to be great stuff. So, yeah, um, of course, we'll drop the the article there. You can have a read for yourself. But uh, that was just a little tease from Jason Aaron, one of the one of the big guns from the, the House of Ideas. Um, how about our second bit of info here, Connor? Our lovely little uh, more preview pages of um, Juan, uh, Juan Ferreira. Mm-hmm. Oh, just like Ferreira uh, Rocher, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Is the spell kind of different? <laughs> There's an O in there somewhere. Yeah, true. Maybe. Uh, dropping another sneak peek. Well, this was a sneak peek page in the back of the current Marvel Comics Presents. Yeah, issue three? Yes, I, I haven't got that yet, but um, yeah, I assume it is. Yeah. But really dreamlike art with Mark in his goddamn underwear. Yes! Well, I had this little conversation with Rebecca... Um, she at first thought it was boxes, which, you know, obviously is a pretty cool thing. Uh, then she retracted that statement and said, oh, it's probably trousers. I still reckon they are boxes. Um, just, uh, some, I think tidy whitey boxes. Yeah, with knee-high socks, it seems. But um, <laughs> I, I guess we'll find out when the story drops towards the end of April. Uh, this art looks really good. I mean, again, what I might do is... Um, create an album or something and put it in our Facebook group of any of the... We've got a few images here um, of, of other things. Uh, so I'll drop it in there to reference to this episode and you can check it out yourself, loonies. Uh, but you're really, really nice. It's something that you don't really see with Marvel, right? It's more... It kind of reminded me, in a weird way, of uh, some Valiant comics, uh, more of the painted style. Painted, yeah. Mm. And this is even quite different from Ferreira's art on other yeah. um Fantastic Green Arrow on. So I think this is going to be something pretty crazy. I think if there's anything, we're looking at some of the crazy psychedelics, like was it Moon Knight issue three or four of the Warren Ellis run or some of those classic oh, yes. yeah. stories. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as you said, kind of very dreamlike here and uh, wouldn't put it past Mark to for this to actually be a dream sequence of some sort. Um, but, you, you know, you never know. Uh, but, yeah, looking good. So, yeah, that's coming shortly. Uh, the next bit of news, look, I just had to, I was fumbling my way through Twitter and um, I come across uh, TKO Presents, the studios, which is that new publisher. Really cool. Uh, and a Moon Knight alumni, of course, Jeff Lemire, one of the biggies. Uh, they've announced uh, TKO, TKO on their Twitter that um, Sentient by Jeff Lemire and Gabriel Walter is available for pre-order. Um, and uh, we'll drop the, the link there. But also, if you enter a code thank you twenty, you get twenty percent off for a limited Ooh. time. So uh, TKO, TKO are very solid in their storytelling. I, I reckon. Oh, I'm sure you think so as well, Connor. Oh yeah, such uh, a strong start. Mm, and if you're a fan of Jeff Lemire and or the Tom King Gabriel Walter Vision Run, um, because of Walter's art, uh, you might want to think about picking this up. I think so. I think it sounds like a great story. It's kind of like one of those, like, oh, looks like an old anime. It's like Infinite Radius, mm-hmm. kind of um, a sentient computer looking after a series of newborn babies, trying its best to uh, right. look after these kids. I don't know. Sounds right up, you know. Jeff Lemire's rocked it on Descender and plenty of other really human stories, and Gabriel Walter, Doctor Strange, Vision. Oh, yes, Doctor Strange, of course, yes. Uh, and Occupy Avengers as well. Um, did some good work yes. there as well. So, uh, yeah, so a bit of a tip of the hat there to uh, Mr. Lemire for that one. Um, and uh, another piece of news, not mm-hmm. quite, um, you know, Moon Knight, but he's fought Moon Knight, and yes. we hope Sparky Malarkey is out there listening. <laughs> Taskmaster is reportedly to be the main villain of the upcoming Black Widow movie. And we love some Taskmaster, because he is hilarious. Yeah, he's a... um, 
kind of overlooked sometimes, but he's quite a, a complicated character. I mean, from everything that Sparky has said, and he had a solo run, about, I think a short mini, um, I get the impression his back history and, and, and all that. He is not just your kind of one-dimensional di- uh, villain. Um, yeah, there's a lot, a lot to unpack with him there. Are you familiar with Taskmaster at all? Like, apart from oh, the Mooney yeah. stuff? Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, Nick Spencer writes an absolutely hilarious Taskmaster. He kind of flip-flops between um, super funny, arrogant dickhead and a really formidable opponent. Yeah, um, that's it. That, that's his humour, I think, that, that that's kind of off-putting. Because he is such a... He is quite a dangerous foe. But uh, him associated with... Is a black ant all the time? They're, they're quite apparent. Yeah. Um, there's a, a lot of shenanigans to be had with those two. But it'll be interesting to see how he comes up. I'm assuming he'll take a, a much more intense um, role in the movie. If he is, indeed, in the Black Widow movie. He'll be much more of a, a deadly foe. You can only hope, you know, Black Widow's shown herself throughout the various movies in the comics to be a rather kick-ass superhero. So if we, we're talking a main villain, he's got to mm-hmm. be someone pretty formidable. And with his, uh, I guess, skill of photographic reflexes, uh, you'd be looking at a lot of really cool action fight scenes in this. I mean, Black Widow really does have a lot of moves herself, so uh, it could be quite a quite a dynamic movie, this one. Um, just off the cuff here, Connor, uh, who would you like... I know, I know he's got a mask, but who would you like to see potentially as, as Taskmaster? Oh, I don't even... I don't know, you want someone kind of both. I kind of kind of want this perfect mix of powerful and uh, um, help, funny. funny. I don't know. Chuck Norris. I'm watching Barry on HBO. Kinda Barry? Like, <laughs> Who's that? Oh, Barry. Oh, okay. uh, Bill Hader. Is it Bill Hader? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's a comedian though, isn't he? Yeah, he's uh... Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's good. Maybe kick-ass or, um, God, I don't even know. You want someone big bulky. Big and bulky. Punchy. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal. No. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be perfect. <laughs> My God. <laughs> anyway, um, Itarski, uh Only rumor, but um, we, it's, it's nice, nicely coming along here. That the Black Widow movie, a lot of speculation, spectolation, which is good. Uh, the next one, again, a bit of news, uh, and again another little um, tip of the hat here to Jeff Lemire again. On Twitter, he's announced he's got a new weekly newsletter, so he'll be um, sharing pr- uh, processes and uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, as well as news and exclusive first looks. So you can sign up. Um, yeah, just check the the show notes on this episode, and if you're keen, uh, I'd, I'd urge you to get your... Your email across there on the mailing list, and yeah, be privy to all his his stuff. We um, I was thinking before, kind of. I thought we had actually signed up to his newsletter before, but that was Greg Smallwood. I got that wrong. Which is another fantastic newsletter. They both have really good ones. They love showing um, old scripts and yes. art, and um, yeah. And I do believe. Goods. Uh, although I haven't seen much of it, uh, Jake Thomas, the editor of Moon Knight, in some of the runs, uh, he made a, an announcement to go off Twitter, but he was starting up a a newsletter as well, which I signed up to, but I hadn't seen much. I haven't seen much lately, so uh, it could be a trend, you know. Newsletters are almost kind of classic internet. They are. Uh, both don't and do see a lot of them. 
Mm. I love them. I'll they're love, good. I'll they're love good. A good it just yeah. We it just have a newsletter. Do you want to check it out? Oh, yeah, we do. We <laughs> 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 we're one of them as well. Yeah, you know, it just filters all the all the info that you need and you want. It's great. Um, so yeah, check it out from from Mister Jeff Lemire. That'd be a good one. And then the last bit of exciting news, just because we can't get enough Moon Knight goodness. Um, Al Ewing, we reviewed both of the Infinity Warps. Um, Arachnite specials, but um, Al Ewing is bringing them back. Uh, six annuals with a whole bunch of the characters. Each um, of the Infinity Warps is getting their own annual, including Arachnite. Ooh. I have no idea whether these are all connected or whether they're one-shots again, but regardless, we will be covering the Arachnite one yes. and any other ones he appears in. So it's six annuals, a Soldier Supreme, Weapon Hex, Arachnite, Ghost Panther, Iron and Iron Hammer annual. Each getting one. Good stuff. Yeah, these were quite good, I thought. There were a couple of, like, there was a... For me, there was one dud, and that was the Weapon Hex. Um, uh, the others, I thought, were quite good. I actually hadn't read the Soldier Supreme. You've read most of them, Connor, if not all of them? Yeah, I checked them all out, um, except for Ghost Panther, actually, which oh, okay. I think I just didn't read because I forgot. Yeah, oh, it's it's okay. It's good. It's, it's got some nice little ideas yeah. here and there. Um, Arachnite, I reckon, is... Arachnite and um, Einhammer was quite strong, I thought. And I heard good yeah. things about Soldier Supreme. So Soldier Supreme was a lot of fun. I just I love a good Cap story, and that's like classic. It's yeah. almost like first Avengers Cap. Right. Mixed with baby magician oh, cool. Stephen Strange. Yeah, so it'll be good to see these again. And um, like you say, six annuals... Uh, I'm hoping there might be some ties. Like, you know, with annuals, you get multiple stories. So maybe maybe one thread goes through it and, you know, we get a lot more of the others. But, um, yeah, looking forward to this. It's not that long to go. It's um, July. So that's, yeah, not not too far off. Uh, we're up to, what, June solicitations, aren't we? On Yes, yep. July. So we got Hickman that month Yeah, as well. So uh, not long to go there and get that on your pre-orders there, loonies, if you if you are so inclined. But awesome. So that I mean that was a news um, related to Moon Knight or Moon Knight creators, past and present. Um, so yeah, a bit of a rare occasion, Connoisseur. Yeah, no, we actually... didn't even we had six pieces of news, and not a single one of those was a comic book putting out a. Uh, top five MCU <laughs> movies that are yeah. Moon Knight. Oh God, yeah, thank God. Uh, so, mm, I mean, for me, I, I think I'm going to try and get on this uh, Sentient uh, pre-order. Hell yeah, TKO. You get twenty percent off. Yeah, twenty percent's good. Um, did you get any of the other older ones? The you you got the Just Dice Heart. Oh, I got all of them. Um, oh, what, as in all... slipcase or trades or digital? Ah, trades. I love awesome. a good trade. Awesome. You got the Warren Ellis one as well? Uh, the Garth Ennis one as well? Yes. Cool, because I, I heard is. that kind of sold out and that was quite in demand. Yeah, I think, you know, Garth Ennis sells like hotcakes. Oh, yeah, um, he's a big... Classic cap artist, Steve Epting. Big oh, war story. Epting. okay. Right. Yeah, good, great. Oh, man, I'm going to have to catch up with those because, I, I, I yeah, I read the, the Seven Deadly Sins. That, and my favourite's that one in the... Um, was it the fearsome Doctor Fang? I love those two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, just kind of old, old school, you know, action adventure. It's a, it's a lot of fun. And 
So yeah, you can order those through the TK TK website, but also mm-hmm. um, if you want to support your local comic book stores, yes. they do ship out to comic book stores if you ask to order them. Even my local Tumble One Kaboom Comics mm-hmm. here in the area, they've got the TKO books ready to go. Fantastic, yeah. Um, so a big shout out there to Kaboom Comics. It's good to we should we should like shout out like a random local comic book stores every week, Connor. I reckon. Let's get, I think let's so. get the love out there again. It's um, I'm a really you big want to fan. Send in, yeah, yes. You want to send in your local comic book shops if they've done good good by you. We're happy to put them on the show. Mm-hmm. I do believe uh, on Twitter. So what was it? TKO actually on Twitter they said um, uh, retweet this uh, their their post and add in the replies your local LCS and we'll we'll follow them uh, and you know basically spreading the word. So I dropped in of course Kings Comics. Um, awesome. Got a got a like from TKOs, which is really good, and they're they're following us now as well. Um, but uh, the power of Chad, 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 he uh, he weighed in as well, and I believe his comic store was called the Golden Age Comic uh, Store. Sounds about right. Yep. So apparently, it's the oldest comic book store I think in I think in the US. He, he um. He, oh wow. Yeah. So that surprised uh, TK whoever's doing the TKO account. Um, so, yeah, uh, so a little shout-out there to Golden Age Comics as well. Uh, I'll dig up the details of where that is, and, uh, again, I'll chuck that in the show notes. But, yeah, support your local LCS. Uh, you know, they it is a tough industry, um, but, uh, you know, if you love what you're reading um, yeah, and you want to keep it going, then show your support. That would be great. Okay, well... That was my rant. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. Well, how about we take a short break uh, and we get ourselves... Oh, we get ourselves ready for basically what we're doing this coming episode. Now, sorry, before we head to the break, uh, we haven't even announced it yet, Connor. Um, some of you will know from our newsletter, I actually pitched against each other. We either do... Uh, we either do the Marvel Moon Knight pinball or we do a future fight in the gaming review because it is uh, or it was on Thursday a, a last quarter phase of the moon. So we're going to do that. But uh, we've we've come back with something different. So after the break, uh, we'll let you know what has eventuated. <laughs> Hey there everyone, I'd like to tell you about the YouTube channel I Am Your Target Demographic. If you're a fan of comics, we have plenty that you'll enjoy over there, including a series called Heroes Like Us that explores comic characters of all sorts of different identities. And we even have a series that defines words that are used in nerd culture that you may not know what they mean. So you can check us out by heading to YouTube and searching I Am Your Target Demographic or look up IAYTD on any social media outlet. Welcome back, Looney listeners, to part two of Into the Night, episode 91, with the last quarter of the moon dropping us in Avatar of Vengeance video game review. Ray and I put it out to you, crazy bunch, to decide which one, and a whopping 60% of you told us to get over our pinball love (laughs) and review Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1. Yeah. So here we are. Yeah, it was was a big... uh, We put up the polls uh, on Twitter, on Facebook... Uh, like I said, originally 
probably just going to do Future Fight or the Pinball uh, game, but uh, chucked in a few others there. And Ultimate Alliance came in, yeah, with, as Connor said, 60%. Second place was the Marvel Moon Knight Pinball at 20%, so a huge difference there. Uh, Future Fight came in at 14%, and bringing up the rear was Contest of Champions with only 6%. I I would have thought that would have gained a bit more love there, Connor, than, um, than that. But the other contenders were quite strong, so... Um, I guess you just can't people just love their ultimate alliance. Yeah, my gosh, apparently. And uh and of course as Connor you mentioned the last quarter look there's a bit more extra information for you here loonies why not. <laughs> um so just to let you know so any moon gazers out there you're probably wondering hang on hang on when I'm listening to this podcast it isn't the last quarter. Um, that's because the last quarter did occur on Thursday, the 28th of March. Now, the reason why Connishu and I picked the last quarter like now is that because it, it rarely happens. So if we do get things like the last quarter or the first quarter um, around the weekend, then we'll pick that, obviously. Um, because mostly, I've checked, mostly on the weekends, it's either a, um, a, a waning crescent or a waxing crescent. So if we if we were strict to what we were going to do, uh, we'd mostly be doing modern and classic runs. So to get a bit of variety, we, we have a bit of leeway. So if something falls on Thursday, Friday, or maybe Monday, um, and it's something juicy, like a new moon or a full moon or a last quarter, then we'll, we'll choose that. But um, yeah, so the last quarter occurred on Thursday. It is... Um, 394,246 kilometres away. Uh, it was illuminating <laughs> at 56.2%. Uh, I'm not too sure what the age means. It's 20.9. I don't know what that means. Uh, with the last quarter, the moon sign is the Sagittarius, turning into a Capricorn. And uh, our moon rise will be 9.44 in the morning, and the moon set will be at 8.30. At night, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Because you assume the moon goes up at night. But anyway, anyway, that was the information for all you moon lovers out there. <laughs> so, Connor, without further ado, we are reviewing the Ultimate Alliance. My gosh! So, how we're going to kick this off? Um, shall we just go through the the dry details of of the? Uh, oh, I think so. The the game itself. So um, obviously, I'm going to read this off. I mean, there's there's plenty of information on wiki uh, and or what else have I got it on? Um, this other one is uh, another site. I'll put them all in. But anyway, um, I'm on the wiki uh, fandom uh, page. And the vital stats, obviously, at uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, the developers were Barking Lizards Technology, uh, publishers were Activision, um, and it was on released on various engines um, of platforms uh, in Australia, uh, Xbox, November 2006, uh, Microsoft, uh, and PlayStation. Um, again, yep, 2006, uh, PSP, um, that was in, sorry, December, did I say November? I can't remember. Anyway, it was also on the Wii, PS3, PS4, 
all that jazz and it is an action role-playing game. Now, Connor, you are more experienced with this game than I am. Um, can you take the loony listeners uh, almost like a, a sliver of what this thing... A sliver? Hmm. Well, I should mention also that developers Raven Software and Barking Lizards have been barking up this tree, if you will, for a little bit. Yeah. They did an X-Men <laughs> Legends and also action role-playing game. It was basically okay. the skeleton for this game. Um, that was just an X-Men focus before it blew up to Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Right. This massive game that saw um, a massive amount of playable characters. Uh, let me just do quick calculations, if mm-hmm. you can believe it. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. My thing just died. All staggering 39 characters for us all to play as, uh, from um, Doctor Doom to Deadpool to Black Panther to Captain America to Iron Man to Iceman to Miss Marvel to our Moon Knight. This was its own separate story. Uh, the second one is quite well known for tackling the Civil War arc. This one is Doctor Doom and the Master of Evil. They're beating the shit out of S.H.I.E.L.D. Nick Fury's like all superheroes. Get down here. When you kick off the game, you start off with a group of four, Captain America, Spider-Man, Thor, Wolverine. They were the boys of 2006. Mm-hmm. They were out there. And then from there, you go through a variety of different um, villains, a uh, variety of different locations, bosses, um, defeating down from Mephisto to Doom until you can uh, finally beat Doom. He's, he's the big one. Cool. And then how, were you, how, how do you um, recruit more more players, like more characters. Yeah, so uh, this is actual playing, so you play, you have a team of four at any time, um, it's co-op, but you can switch between, always between mm-hmm. the four characters, hack and slash, you've got uh, various combos you can put in, and it's a matter of, um, basically, just kind of, uh, you can unlock them through playing, um, some of them will come up for individual missions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know for some of them, you just have a whole range of them. Just start off at the start, and you just pick and choose, mm-hmm. and you go for it. Lovely. Cool. And, of course, uh, we know from a few of our Looney listeners that their introduction to Moon Knight himself came through this game. So um, I'm taking it he's a bit of a cult, uh, cult favorite in this game, Connor. Well, he is a bit of an interesting one. So he is only available on the Xbox, PS3, and Wii versions, as well as the ports for the PS4, uh, uh, Microsoft, uh, Xbox One, and Windows games. So if you buy the latest version of these, you do get access to your wonderful Moon Knight. Oh, cool. Do not worry. He was um, an unlockable character, exclusive to those consoles. Right. And yeah. So oh. yeah, this... um. Yeah. This game wasn't a Moon Knight introduction to me because I was playing the PS2 version, the DS one, so no Moony for me, I'm afraid. But this kicked off actually a big, um, actually a massive Marvel love for me, I think. You know, this was, this was hot off the heels of, um, kind of for me as a youngster, Mm. the Raimi Spider-Man and the, um, Uh, X-Men films, so you know, you kind of got those guys and then... The rest of the Marvel Universe. 
well, which uh, as yeah. a young fan, I hadn't had that much interaction with. So yeah. while it wasn't a Moon Knight one, it was an introduction for Blade, yeah. Black, Black Panther, Ghost Rider, oh, okay. yeah. Spider-Woman, who I, you know, these characters that grew to love forever and ever. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty yeah. big part of my childhood. I mean, yeah, the beauty of this game as well, and just looking at the the breakdown of this game of all the characters, there's so many of them. Um, so it would be a great universe to to be introduced to, uh, and the fact that you can like is playable, you can play these characters and unlock them, uh, just gives you a good a good sense of you know what they can do and and who they are. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. That so you were introduced to Black Panther through through this game. Um, yeah, well, yeah, um, you know, I was a small town boy yeah. I went from Charters Towers to Tully which if you know those are rural North Queensland mm-hmm. so we didn't really have access to comic books yeah, it was yeah. really the movies or the TV shows right and, and you know, this was a whole bunch of comic almost comic exclusive characters you didn't see on the big screen that suddenly everyone could have access to yeah and that's the beauty of this though isn't it it's like um, with these games you know you can actually see your your or these characters come to life and and you know, obviously to an extent control them and, and see their um see their abilities. I'm looking here as well. They've even got a Scarlet Spider, which is awesome. That, that was uh, <laughs> that is really cool. So uh if we were to go through um look at Moon Knight himself. Um so looking at Ultimate Alliance here, Connor, you might want to help me out here. Is Moon Knight is classified what are these numbers here? Body thirty six, focus eighteen, strike twenty one. Are these are these levels? I imagine so. Okay, oh, I'm just pulling this off for you now. Um, yep. So these are the stats. So obviously, um, if you want, uh, so obviously when you're building your characters, you have a bunch. You have ranged, mm-hmm. um, fast. You know, heavy. So you know. Um, Obviously, you got your pulse arrays with Iron Man to keep your distance. You mm-hmm. have Spider Man with his webs. You got some people up close and personal. Iron Man can fly above enemies. Mm-hmm. So Moon Knight um, had a variety. He had uh, he was a cool dude who was kind of I don't know a bit of a mix up. He had uh, some cool. He had the projectile present darts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had his staff. He had his uh, uh, nunchucks. Um, he also had a boomerang. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've never, I've never seen a, I've never seen a boomerang with Moon Knight. No. Oh. Maybe. Yeah. He, oh, um, okay. And so he, he was pretty much a, a long range person as well. It seems he has a lot of projectiles, like the cable shot, boomerang, um, crescent darts as well. Uh, and I'd imagine with his body focus and strike, you can, uh, you can upgrade, right? So, is that right? Uh, no. not quite. It was kind okay. of um, just balancing out your team. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So, because um, I'm thinking of obviously, um, Future Fight, which is very similar premise. I mean, you're you're with three characters, and you go through, but you can upgrade and upgrade. And uh, I know a few of the loonies were saying Moon Knight's actually quite over, verging on overpowered. Like you know, if you you stick with him and just yeah. upgrade him all the time. Our resonant, I think. Some of our top level Moon Knight players in the world. Yeah, yeah, very, very proud to be associated with them. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'd say this um, for anyone who's played RPG, um, 
sorry, I should say this actually plays more like an RPG. Those stats can't be particularly raised. You know, you can't put points in, but as you uh, as you continue playing them, they level up to face stronger and stronger enemies. Mm-hmm. And because you know, you basically pick and choose um, all these characters. Uh, so you know, if you only have them for some missions, they don't grow with you. But you can have them for longer ones. Mm-hmm. Um, they work together. Are uh, like you know, different combos work better. Some yeah. characters apparently together, and you know, this game actually has a variety of endings that um that actually is based on the characters you have, and um, what was I going to say? Oh, and the amount of missions you complete. Mm-hmm. It's a bit, of, a bit of incentive to get your Moon Knight on. Yeah. Get him out there. Yep. Yeah. Um, and we should also, I guess, mention voice actor for for this game. For Moon Knight was Nolan North. Um, I'm assuming a very dark and low voice, uh, you know, brooding. Um, do you remember his voice in, in it? Is it... wouldn't be high-pitched, No, would it? I never got... <laughs> <laughs> Nolan North has voiced about 16,000 characters in just about everything. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's Nolan kind of... North is a big name in video game voice acting, just voice acting in general. He's like Billy West. From Ren and Stimpy, he did the Futurama as well. Is it Billy West? Yeah, I think it's it is. not. Hey, it's not bad. He's kind of um nothing like quite so unique, but not a bad Moon Knight. I'm pretty sure some might agree, some might disagree. Okay. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh, hang you on, let you don't. You... Sorry, Connor. Nah, pull up a soundbite. See what you think. Well, I think I think with the magic of podcasting, let's uh, let's just um, well, we can, <laughs> let's just hear it now. I'll just drop one in. <laughs> Moon Knight. Yes. Didn't see that coming, did you? Lunar Eclipse! Yep, and that was, uh, yeah, that was Nolan North. Um, needless to say, Connor and I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> but uh, by the time this podcast comes out, yeah, um, a soundbite is dropped there for you, uh, your for your listening pleasure, loonies. Um, yeah, excellent. Uh, and also, I guess we've got here as well, kind of, I'm not sure if you're on the same page, this fandom thing. There's something here called, oh, these are, cl- oh, okay, these are costumes. Uh, he's got his classic costume, he's got his ultimate costume, Konshu costume, and modern costume, but that was a mod only by Razdell. So anyway, it seems to me that each of these different costumes as well, Connor, has a, a different um, different advantages and disadvantages, yeah? I, I, um, yeah, so mm-hmm. you've got everyone's kind of, you know, it's that RPG kind of style. Everyone's got their own unique skills. Yep. Uh, from, he's got health regain, attacks speed up, um, more chance of critical damage, his crescent darts do more. Yeah. Yeah, I, I reckon... So actually, Moon Knight, I've actually... Uh, I'm just looking at that. Sorry, what was that, Connor? Sorry. Now, I was just going to say, compared to someone like Captain America, you know, he's, uh, Moon Knight was actually a pretty strong character to have on your team. Right, yeah. Oh, it seems to be... He seems to be the... Um, the favourite of, of a lot of gamers. It seems to... They seem to treat him quite well. I haven't... Apart from... The Marvel Legos Avengers and superheroes. Uh, it sounds like Moon Knight is represented quite well in video games. 
um, like playability and all that. Um, because the the yeah. Lego one was pretty was pretty meh, if you ask me. Well, I think it's kind of almost that thing like. Um, you know, most people wouldn't think to include Moon Knight straight away. So if you, if someone does include Moon Knight, they're most likely a fan themselves. Mm, that's true. Like, got to get got to get the boy on screen. Yeah, true. And so, I, sorry, Connor. No, I was just going to say something horrible, and the fact that after last week's Moon Knight Gold toy talk, <laughs> or the week before, I should say, yes, that um. I can't help. But look. I know. I know that's the conchu, you know, the fist of conchu look. But it's just the Moon Knight gold look now. You know, there's nothing else to it. Oh yeah, it is. It's um. Uh, someone pulled up, didn't they? That it was the the body of Kevin Sorbo's Hercules uh, <laughs> reused uh, in that line of toys uh, from for the gold. Oh, terrible, absolutely terrible. But uh, have you have you procured yourself a a, a copy of that I... since we've? Well, they're still pretty hard to come by, aren't they? Yeah, well, I don't want to spoil anything, but I guess you'll have to wait and see if I post something the next few weeks Ooh. about something coming in the mail. <laughs> I tell you though, Shout out to- very, oh. very, um, very cool to see and hear that a lot of loonies do have the Marvel gold, <laughs> loonie gold. That's great. Oh god, but yeah, now um, lovely boy Adam Prime even has uh, the Conchu statue figure. Yeah, and what a grail. I just from memory from his um, photo though, apparently the the staff though was a little bendy. Which is, oh, yeah, it was a shame. Uh, it still, I think, would be one of the the better figures to have. Um, the conscious statue. Uh, what was that one again? That was the uh, the Finch kind of one. Um, yeah, two thousand six Diamond yeah. Selects. Oh, Diamond Select. Yeah, yeah. That still still looks good. I think still holds up well. But um, yeah, so yes, yeah, so Moon Knight um, in Ultimate Alliance. Were there any other? I mean, even in Ultimate Alliance 2, Connor, were there any other Moon Knight characters that made a feature in here? Or, I mean, that's a bit of a big ask, actually. Um, I'm, I'm going through, <laughs> yeah, I'm going through, or even villains. Look, I'm looking at bosses here. Yeah, like, there's a lot of great stuff. You fight Fing Fang Foon. Yeah, this I is can't bumming see. About. No, there's no uh, Bushman or... Uh, no Bushman. I would have thought maybe even no. Taskmaster would have been there, but I don't see him either. I believe he was too. Oh, was he? Look. Okay. Right. Um, and all the other Moon Knight villains, I'd say, are quite um, specialised or, or, you know, particular to Moon Knight. So, yeah, nothing there. Oh, there's Na- uh, Namor. He's in there. That's pretty cool. Um, Venom. He would be pretty good as well. So sorry, loonies. I'm just having I'm a quick look. Venom. <laughs> yeah, he would be. He'd be great. I like Venom in any contest of champions. He was, he was really good. Uh, Silver Surfer. Yeah, that'd be yeah some some pretty good ones here. Yeah, like you said, um, Spider Woman. That would be really cool to, really cool to see. But yeah, no, no, no other characters. It seems. Um, yeah. Anything else on on uh, Moon Knight here in Ultimate Alliance that we want to touch upon? Um, Connor also as well. Having said that. I know, Loonies, this is a, a bit of a broad discussion on Ultimate Alliance, but the um, the meat of the sandwich, so to speak, is coming with uh, Ultimate Alliance 3. Isn't that right, Connor? That's down the track somewhere? That sure is. We will definitely be covering that one to switch. We still have no idea whether Moon Knight's popping in it. Oh, it yeah. wasn't in Ultimate Alliance 2. Yeah. But this is a whole new era. Who knows what could happen? Yeah, we've got to do some digging. Maybe, maybe we can... Uh, 
maybe ask the uh, people that are connected if if, uh, if they do know Moon Knight is in there. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure we'll be doing a much more in-depth review of it because it will be a new game, obviously. Um, we'll try to get the Rick Ball special in. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, as Ultimate Alliance goes, though, Connor, uh, and again, maybe drawing upon your Ultimate Alliance 2 experience, um, how would you kind of rate this as a game, kind of overall? This game... Sorry, cat. Being attacked by a fearsome foe. Um, these games are they, you know, they're a lot of fun. I, you know, I love them. I grew up with them. Ultimate Alliance doesn't do much to, you know, kind of vary it up. You, you know, that long. Uh, it's quite. It can be quite a long game. I don't know. I think it's like twenty hours, maybe ten, ten to thirty hours. Okay. In there, when I remember, and you know, it is just simple fun beating up, which in and of itself is an enjoyable time, but it's not like. The craziest, most exciting time. Yeah. The biggest, um, so you know, you definitely got to go in realizing that this is a game from 2006, which is classically not. The biggest problem is these do have ports for PS4, um, yeah, PS4, Xbox One, but the ports themselves aren't always fantastic. Ah, right. You know. So, sorry, kind of, what is it? It's a really dumb question. What, what is a port? What, what is that? So, uh, so these <laughs> games were originally released on uh, Xbox 360 and PS3, right? Yep. So what they did is they took that base game and they, you know, fixed the coding and shoved it onto the PS4, you know, a whole new console, oh, basically. Oh, okay, right. And the thing is, obviously, you know, the systems are different, the way they work are different, so you've got to build them right. Yeah. Gibbs is just murdering everything on my shelf. Um, <laughs> it's going to town. Uh, they've got a bit of right, and if they rush it, there can be bugs. There can be problems graphically mm-hmm. playing the game. So I don't know. Mm. Worth maybe pulling out an old PS2 or PS3, Xbox 360. People probably still have those. Ultimate Alliance One and Two. Yeah. Pulling those out. Just some good beat 'em up fun. Uh, these are fantastic to play co-op. I think the real fun is with a mate. Yeah. Just pumming the shit out of some guys as your favourite Marvel characters. Yeah, that, I mean, that that aspect would be really enjoyable, I'd imagine. Um, not pummeling the shit out of people, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, co-oping with your mates, I think that would be really fun. Uh, yeah, and I know people still hang on to their older consoles, right? And um, oh, yeah. keep the games and they, they still play them. Um, yeah, I've only got an Xbox 360 I'll well, dust it off one day. Get it then. Track down a copy on eBay. Get yourself out that's there, it. Ray. That's it. I know. Welcome to 2006. <laughs> when it first came out. Uh, yeah, anyway. So, okay. So, there you have it, Loonies. It's, um, uh, yeah, a nice little overview of, of Ultimate Alliance. Uh I was about to say go check it out, but it's it's been out for quite a while. <laughs> you probably already have. And you probably already have it, and you, and you love it. Look, just go go dust it off and go have another play. I might um, with it again. Maybe I'll check this out with Rick Ball coming up, and maybe for two or one we might have an update if we can play Moon Knight. Oh I don't know. yeah, why not? Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good. Get um, what practical? Not you know, get get out in the field. That'll be great. So, um, so there you go, loonies. That was our um, our avatars of vengeance. This is off the uh, kind of second one this year already. The first one we had the overview with Rick Paul, and this is looking at Ultimate Alliance. So, 
Uh, I can't remember what's forecast ahead. There might be another one. I'm sure there is another one throughout the year. But, uh, yeah, but get playing and uh, let us know your thoughts on Ultimate Alliance. Um, having said that, we do have some Mooney missives, some listener feedback. Uh, not necessarily on the video games or Ultimate Alliance, but, uh, you know, it's just great to give give peeps a shout out, I guess. Um, and the first one I'd like to say, we got from an email, um, which is really great. So please write in if you can, um, just to say We hi. love emails. Yeah. I mean, they're so kind of so random in a sense, but uh, it's always so fun to read. Anyway, so we got one from uh, someone signing as a Movie Master Mike. And he writes, Hey guys, I'm a Moon Knight fan and just recently found your podcast. I have an idea for a Netflix Moon Knight show. I know all the current ones have been cancelled, but I still think it would be cool. My idea would be an origin story starting with Mark in Egypt and basically following the comics, but obviously drawn out and dramatised for TV. But my twist on the story is that it's set in the late 20s, making it easier to believe that after a hard, bloody brawl, uh, that the cops couldn't just use CSI and every camera in the city to figure out who Moon Knight is. Also, when he comes up with his other personas to help him fight crime, it won't be because he's crazy and has a multiple personality disorder. Um, it will just be disguises he uses to help him fight crime, but will eventually go crazy and develop the disorder. Anyway, I am not too tech-savvy and have no professional equipment or software, but made a mock intro to the show using still images. I will send it later on when I have the time. Thanks for taking the time to read this and keep up the great work. Yes, well, thank you very much, Movie Master Mike. Um, I know Connor and what I... What a name, Movie Master Mike. Movie Master... Triple M. Uh, I know he'll be... Oh, both Connor and I will be very keen to see your mock intro to the show using the still images. Uh, it sounds like a great idea, Connor. Set in the 1920s. Yeah, this is almost, um, what is it right up there with Spider-Man Noir and Moon Knight Noir? Mm. The Moon Knight Noir we never got. Yeah. Uh, I like his, his certain twists to it. Um, especially with, he, he kind of harks back to the old Don Pearl and Doug Mensch days of... Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was yeah, basically the, the, the personality is not really being a mental issue, being more of uh, just disguises. Um, we know that... Well, from Ralph Macchio, the editor, he said that that originally was meant to be the case. It was never meant to be a mental kind of issue, but that kind of just developed later on. But it's good to see that he's kind of, you know, incorporated that into this idea. Hell yeah, so thank you very much for that. We look forward to seeing those uh, images coming across. Mm -hmm. Maybe you shoot them through. Yeah. And uh, we'll give you, we'll, uh, if you want to send us out, we're happy to get that out to the loonies as well. Yeah. We got our own routes through our fantastic Facebook group and all other stuff. The cat is above me. I think he's trying to kill me. <laughs> Christmas ornaments. So That's that Egyptology, you know. Cats <laughs> windows to the soul, their eyes. Gods. <laughs> um, Connor, we have we have a couple maybe you want to take the Facebook ones, both from Facebook page and the Facebook group. Yeah, so this is um, our big poll, the massive, crushing, 60% destroying Ultimate Alliance vote that left pinball and future fight fans in the dust. And obviously some of those felt the need to call out for justice. And they dropped in some comments, like from Christopher Lee Bremer, who said he's just one of m many characters in future fight, do pinball, 
Yes. Uh, Ra- uh, Rafael Santos, who I believe yes. is a top future fight. Is it future fight Marvel Moon Knight um, boy? Yeah, he's the one in the oh, like yeah. the top. He's like the top what four of the world or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, Goddamn. Yeah. Santos, the man. I'll vote for future fight because nobody uh, chose it. Also, kind of because he is interesting there. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think I'll download Future Fight. I think it's oh, worth checking Got to give it a go, Connor. If you like Ultimate Alliance, apparently it's very similar. But uh, it's easy to... I don't know how hard it was to, to get characters, unlock characters in Ultimate Alliance. It's kind of relatively easy to unlock characters in Future Fight. Um, I'm comparing that to Contest of Champions where you literally have to... You know, you have to buy the new characters. Um but with Future Fight, you can pretty much, like, with enough experience, you can pretty much just recruit. Um, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, and so I think uh, another Ooh, yeah. loony... Sorry, Zin Zin. Oh, I'll just finish. This is a small one. Yeah, I missed it. Uh, he responds to Raphael, and he said, yeah, he's all right, Moon Knight, in, um, in Future Fight, though he does need a, a few reworks. And I think that was what we were kind of mentioning um, I, from what I understand, he's quite, quite powered up. So, um, if you do concentrate all your XP and, and upgrades on him, you can he can be quite a formidable character. But uh, thanks, Zin Zin. Um, really, really good to hear, uh, Loonies. Um, yeah, keep him coming in. Uh, Connor, we have something from Twitter. Uh, Twitter, uh, Clinter at Teflon Beast, which is a fantastic name. Obscurity Beaver name, releasing new. E- oh, this one. Yeah. New EPs of songs from 20 years of home recording, uh, the home decor. And he gives us a shout out with the title inspired by an ITK Moon Knight. Yeah. How cool is that? Thank you so much, Teflon Beast. Uh, and yeah. Now I know why that sounds so cool. It's a band. It's a, it's a bloody artist. Yeah. Yeah. Home decor. Teflon Beast, home decor. Yeah, it's um, yeah, and he, and he's I think he's used the the title that we used for one of their shows, our shows, which is the music box of Savage Studs. Um, I do believe we had the guest uh, Orion. Uh, they're from We Are Venomaniacs. Uh, we talked about that issue, which was from obviously the classic Doug Mensch run. But uh, brilliant and really flattered. Thank you, Teflon Beast. Um, go check it out, loonies. Uh, have a listen to what he proclaims is a lo-fi new music. Uh, really fun. I love a bit of lo-fi. Yeah, of course. It's great. Gets you in a nice kind of intimate mood. Um, you know, there are no marshals stacked up to the ceiling. It's just your, your acoustic guitar and, and off you go. What's a marshal? Sorry? What's a Marshall? What's a Marshall? Marshall amp, like a speaker's, you know, the oh. guitar shoes. Um, I'm learning, I'm learning. <laughs> learning. He's learning. Uh, and finally, from Instagram, want to give a little shout out to, we got a little message from the guys at Capes on the Couch, uh, where comics get counselling, that's a podcast, uh, from one of the hosts, Anthony Sitko. Uh, he actually, he posted up this picture here, Connor. Uh, it's of Werewolf by Night, uh, number 32, which we're all familiar with. Uh, the yeah, CGC... Oh my God, this is really something. Man, CGC rating of 9.8. Uh, so that's yeah. about as perfect as a comic can get. Yeah, and it's slabbed to the hilt, and it's going for US $48,000. Uh, 
Just a quick little dip in the savings account. Hey, Jesus. Hey, Seuss. Anyway, Anthony just uh, sent us a message. Hey, want to go halvesies on that? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I probably have to sell my soul to Conchu to, to get that sort of money. But uh, yeah, cheers. Cheers, Anthony. Uh, if I could, I would. You know that. And I know you would as well, for sure. Um, so yeah, that was on Instagram. So loonies, we are also on Instagram. You just got to search into the night, a moon night podcast. Uh, we'll be there. You, you, basically, we just put up images of um, our newsletters and of our episodes. So go check it out. Well, Connor Shoe, that pretty much rounds out our a uh, time here in the sun or in the moon uh, for episode ninety one. Um, We've just got a few other smaller things to wrap up, but uh, yeah, how, how do you how do you think it went? Went good. Had a good look. I think so. Yeah. I think I'll be keen to dive back in with a little more Moon Knight knowledge. I apologise for my DS loving PS2 self. Mm. No Moon Knight experience here, but I hope all you Ultimate Alliance fans enjoyed a trip down memory lane. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to covering two and the exciting release of number three. Oh, number three. Switch later this year. Ah, oh, baby. Number three will be a big one. We'll be sure to, you know, to take out the, uh, you know, the fanfare and the confetti for that one. That's going to be a big one. <laughs> we might as well make an occasion of it. Um, so finally, just our spectacles, our shout-outs. So again, thank you so much, Movie Master Mike, um, for your email. Uh, I look forward to your to your images uh, at Teflon Beast. Thank you so much for the shout out and for your mention of us of our show, um, inspiring your EP. Uh, also, Capes on the Couch, Anthony Sitko, where comics get counselling. Check them out; they are they are a fantastic podcast. Recently, have done um, have had Captain Marvel and Monica Rambeau Ooh. on the couch, going through their issues. Uh, very, yeah, there's a lot a lot there, actually. Um, and also, finally, just well, a couple of shout-outs to LCSs like Kaboom Comics up here in Toowoomba, Connor, and uh, Golden Age Comics um, from the power of Chad. Shout-out. Love your local comic book store. Yeah. Not everyone has one, but if you do, True. Give, them, give them the love. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly, exactly. They love the same sort of stuff that you love, so, um, you know... If you're lucky enough, you can have a good old yarn with, with them. Um, yeah, or if not, just you know pick up your favourite comics. Uh, and finally, another last shout-out to TKO Presents, of course, uh, the new publishing line. Uh, go check out these this brand-new um, you know line of comics. Uh, Jeff Lemire's is coming out with Sentient. That's coming out in, uh, I think they said, was that the spring or the summer? Um, one of the other. They're coming out. Yeah. It's coming out later. Pre-orders are available it- now. Once again, that'll be every issue of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Available single issues, trades, digital. Yeah, I love how they do that. They do like it's almost like Netflix that you can do a binge and um, you, you just get all the comics at once, um, or you you get it as a trade, a nice little package, um, or digital, of course. Yeah. Um, so next phase, Connor, what do we have? Uh, we have the big one. We've got a special guest, Noel Tate, for our new moon. Uh, yeah, we are cracking down on the big one. That's the yeah. Is that the big old fan film? No, no. Um, so it's a, a spotlight. So we're basically um, so spotlight's a bit a bit loose. Um, mm. So it, we're actually spotlighting Noel Tate and his band Delita. So uh, a lot of you would know that all the music from our podcast is uh, courtesy of Delita and Noel's fantastic talents um so it'll be great to have noel on the show 
basically go through his, I guess, go through Delita, um, delete his music, just, I don't know, get to just ask him some questions on on um, on how he creates stuff and, and his love for Moon Knight in general. Uh, and also, I'd like to grill him on, apparently he's got an upcoming EP, uh, six tracks, all based one each on the Warren Ellis run. So, Oh my God, yeah. that is exciting. Yeah, I know, how cool is that? Uh, so... I'm not sure when that will be released or how far that's come along, but um, it'll be a fun chat with Noel. So tune in, Looney listeners. We're very excited to have Noel on the show next week. We love Noel. He is a great Looney. He's in our chat with us a few times. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, he's a top bloke and loves his comics as well. Uh, so thank you so much, Loonies, for listening to us. As always, you can find us on email, itkmoonnight at gmail.com. Our website is intothenightpodcast.wordpress.com, where all our newsletters and show notes are. Uh, We're also on Facebook. Uh, We have a page and a group. Uh, The Facebook page is, which is more of the official, I guess, page, facebook.com slash itkmoonnight. And we have a closed group. Um, But don't worry, if you want to join, just um, send a request. You'll pretty much be be uh, accepted um, as soon as one of us sees it uh, and that's at facebook.com slash group slash ITK Moon Knight uh, also on Twitter at ITK Moon Knight and as mentioned we're on Instagram Tumblr still and YouTube just search for Into the Night a Moon Knight podcast finally iTunes ratings look if you like what you hear or if you have any suggestions maybe in how we can improve our show um, we're always up for that um, just send us a review and some comments um, preferably if you can you know squeeze a, a five star review that would be great because uh, that would just increase our exposure and allow other loonies to find us in that massive moor of the internet uh-huh. all those podcasts <laughs> yeah exactly um, oh, which speaking of which, Connor, I saw on one of the chats. Um, so the Australian Podcast Awards that, that, that's <laughs> coming out, is it? Um, I take it. Yeah, I, th- I, I didn't get a we, we didn't get a golden invitation in the mail for that I one. I think it's just because of purely how many great uh, overseas guests we get on this show. You know, almost week to week, uh, I can understand them excluding our incredible podcasting talents. Of course, uh, for this one occasion. Yes. Oh, no worries, loonies, um, you know, we'll, we'll be there <laughs> next year, or not, <laughs> I don't really care, it doesn't matter, um, but uh, no, that that was a, a fun thing to see, I had a look at the, uh, actually I'm really keen on on checking out the podcasts that have been kind of, well, the, the finalists, um, yeah. some of them I mean, sound I really listen good, a few. yeah, sorry? I listen to a few, but I... Yeah? Um... There's a few good Australian podcasts, you know, we got some great comic ones, great pop culture ones over here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't think I've listened to a single one on that awards list. So. No, but I'm sure they're, you know, I'm sure they're going to be, I'd, I'd love, love to learn, love to see what they do. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, yeah, Australian Podcasting Awards, Connor and I will be tuxing it up. <laughs> we'll get Stephen Grant on. Stephen Grant, yep, and we'll be, um, you know swaggering into that with our martinis and such um anyway that's it connor um not much to say quite excited excited for uh the week ahead hell yeah we got more comics we got a null take coming on yeah more good loony stuff maybe more news Mm -hmm. good trains coming good trains coming. hopefully hopefully more news and with that loonies i guess we should sign off 
uh, as we always say on this podcast, may you watch over the denizens of the night. Cheers, learnings. Catch you later. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.